0: Hello, podcastees. You are listening to the Trust Me, I'm a Doctor podcast. I am your host with the most, Dr. Sean Stringer. Now, this podcast is intended to educate, inspire, and empower you, the listener, to add more years to your life and more life to your years. The information contained in this program is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice nor does it replace the advice of your doctor. So what is kombucha? Kombucha is something you may hear about these days and you might even have a general idea of its health benefits but you really aren't sure what it is. Kombucha is a type of probiotic drink mostly made out of tea and it resembles tea in a little bit. But while you can add a lot of flavors and make it taste different, it essentially starts with uh, this starter called a SCOBY. And that stands for a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. Yes, bacteria and yeast. Tea and sugar. You can make it completely at home from scratch or you can start with a kombucha tea starter and then flavor it on your own. You don't have to be concerned about sugar or caffeine since most of it's going to be used up during the fermentation process. So how is kombucha made at home? It's not uncommon for people to make it themselves, like myself, at home. You can purchase it in bottles from the health food store or some supermarkets, but it does tend to be a little bit pricey. I know from experience, it runs about four to six bucks a bottle. So to save some money, Uh, You can make it at home in larger batches like myself. I make them in gallon batches. I actually always do four gallons at a time, and I bottle it up myself. And this way, I'm not spending like half my grocery budget just on kombucha. Now, a homemade bottle costs me about 50 to 75 cents, and that's because I use super high-quality ingredients. Now, it may seem complicated, but making kombucha isn't difficult at all. As I mentioned previously, you just need one of those starters called a SCOBY. Uh, Also known as an active starter culture now this yeast and bacteria mix is necessary for proper fermentation of the tea It's combined in black or green tea, which is the most common I like to use a combination of jasmine green and white teas and when you initially start It it takes about 10 to 14 days to initially uh, ferment might be a little bit longer than that it can be up to about three weeks So once you get a whole bunch of scobies, because these bacteria and yeast keep on multiplying, uh, that cuts it down to about three to four day process, which is where I'm at. I usually have, I don't know, about six of them in one jar, and they ferment that tea, that gallon of tea, really super fast. Uh, So when you're done with the fermentation, you pull the SCOBY that forms on the top out, You save that with some of the tea that you just made. So you can use it for the next batch as a starter batch. And then the rest of the liquid, you can flavor it or just drink it plain. So what flavor of kombucha do you like? So keep in mind that kombucha, without anything added, can be a little bit pungent. And it can be an acquired taste. I actually love it plain. Um, But many people, including myself, prefer adding some other things to it. And... um, out of that, you can um, because it can be a strong beverage if it's plain. You can add fruit juice like lemons and oranges. Ginger always n- makes it like nice and mellow. You can add pieces of fruit, honey, um, cinnamon sticks, herbs, seasonings, essential oils, um, other flavors of tea. You can just pretty much flavor it any way you like and just play with it. Um, Some of my favorite flavors happen to be by adding a wild orange essential oil into it. I love ginger. And then I also use a coffee mushroom mix that I get from Four Sigma. And I have a coffee kombucha, which is really good so the health benefits of kombucha Um, one of the top reasons people drink kombucha is because it's very healthy for you the probiotics are an excellent way to get your nutrients and to help you form a healthy gut which helps with digestion problems and irritable bowel syndrome helps you fight off colds and flus boosts your immune system lowers blood pressure and cholesterol now if you suffer from food allergies having more natural probiotics can help with that as well While there are supplement probiotics out there, others prefer drinking, such as their probiotics um, with stuff like kombucha. I believe, like others, that eating or consuming fermented foods is a better way of getting your probiotics like kombucha and kefir and. Uh, sauerkraut and kimchi and things like that. These fermented foods, I believe, are much better ways of getting your probiotics because I believe those probiotics are so integrated in the food and as I digest the food, you're able to get those probiotics even lower uh, into the intestinal system. Trust me, I'm a kombucha doctor. Well, that's been another episode today of Trust Me, I'm a Doctor. It would be lit and it would mean the world to me if you'd rate this podcast and share it. Also, contact me on the show and tell me uh, what you'd like to hear, uh, what you did like about the show, what you didn't like, what you want to hear more of. You can do that by contacting me at anchor.fm doc. Tell your friends and family about me. Don't keep this podcast your dirty little secret. And one last thing. Thanks for listening. I am grateful for you all. And until next time, I'm Dr. Sean Stringer. Peace.